welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. He's been so good to me. Amen. He's brought us a long way. Amen. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. Amen. Truly, where would we be if it had not been for the Lord? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. So good. I'm thankful for his presence here. Amen. Through it all. Through it all. Amen. I've learned to trust in him. Amen. He's proven himself time and time again. Amen. Every time I wasn't worthy, he was right there. Amen. He's truly an on-time God. Amen. We do have a, we do need to have a prayer uh, for Sister Stella. Uh, she was on her way to church. Uh, apparently she got tangled up and fell and is on her way to the hospital. So if we could right now, if we could pray for her, that the Lord will touch her and help her during this time. Lord, we love and we praise you. Lord, we lift up Sister Stella before you right now. Lord, asking that you touch her. Lord, from the very top of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord Jesus. Lord, let your healing virtue flow, Lord Jesus. We just pray, Lord Jesus, that you touch and heal, Lord, minister. Lord, guide the hands of the physician, Lord Jesus. Lord, you get you prepare, Lord, as you make a way, Lord. Just touch and strengthen, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are that way maker, Lord. We stand upon your word, Lord, that by your stripes we are healed, Lord. As you touch and comfort her, Lord, through the pain, Lord, through all that she's facing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We serve a mighty God. Amen. Truly, it's a... It's one thing to have confidence in the God that you know that you're praying to and he answers those prayers. Amen. He's uh, done so much. He really has. Truly, I don't think we could all tell it all. Amen. I only think there's enough books that we could feel to, to write in to express and tell all that he has done. You know, and, uh, it's funny. I just had a thought. I'm sitting up here and I'm in this, we're in this warm building. We got friends that, that pastor a church up in Pennsylvania, Point Marion, Pennsylvania. It's a small church, but they're they're growing. They've outgrown their building, and uh, they've started a a building fund to to renovate to expand it. But watching videos of them having church service, and this is what you have to understand: is he's outside. They're having church outside. He has a canopy over it. He has his pulpit and he has a bullet heater on him. They're all sitting in their cars having church. Amen. But it's amazing when, when somebody says amen, they honk the horn. Amen. They just honk the horn, but they've grown. They, they don't have enough. They can't go into their building. They still have their small groups. They're still doing all that. But when they have their actual church service, they, they've outgrown their church. They don't have enough space where they can you know, social distance. So, but they're having church outside. But just to watch those videos and to hear those horns beat, you know, and the excitement. Some of them getting outside of their cars, you know, and just expressing themselves to God. 
I was just thinking about that. Lord bless them this morning. But you know the point is there? It doesn't matter. They're still having church. Amen. Ain't nothing stopping them from receiving that word of God. Amen. My question for you this morning is, what is success in life? What is success in life? Or what is success in the kingdom of God? Amen. Now, if you're a Christian, the answer to these questions are really one of the same. If you're successful as a child of God, you'll be successful in life. Amen. If we're going to be successful in all that we do, we got to first and foremost be successful in the kingdom of God. If we're ever going to achieve anything, we've got to achieve it in the kingdom of God first. Amen. By denying ourselves, picking up our cross and following him. Amen. Our text this morning, one of our texts comes from Joshua, the first chapter, verses 7 through 8. I welcome all our visitors. I welcome all those online. I don't have a long message. I just want to encourage somebody this morning. Amen. We, we can be successful. Amen. And uh, it's about being successful in the kingdom of God. But our text, our opening text says, Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosper, and then you will have good success. Amen. And then if we're going to be successful, amen, we have got to apply the Word of God to our life. Amen. It all starts with this Word. Amen. If we're ever going to do anything, it's got to start with the Word. Amen. Then 1 Samuel Verses, chapter 18 verse 14 this is the English standard version says this and David had success in all his undertaking for the Lord was with him if you got the word and you got the Lord you'll be very successful amen you'll be very successful if you have those combinations amen if we'll carry the Lord everywhere we go we have the Lord and we have his word if you'll put down your Bibles and let's lift up our hands, let's pray and ask the Lord to bless this word this morning. Lord, we love you and we praise you, Lord. We humble ourselves here this morning, Jesus. We come here, Lord Jesus, seeking first your kingdom, Lord, seeking after you, Lord. Thank you for your presence we feel here, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you touch and move and minister to each and every one of us, Lord Jesus. Prepare us for the receiving of your word, Lord. Open up our hearts and our minds, Lord Jesus. Lord, that we can leave here different than what we came, Lord Jesus. Not just hearers of your word, Lord Jesus, but doers of your word also, Lord. Applying this word, Jesus, Lord. Humbling ourselves before you daily, Lord Jesus. And pressing, Lord, towards that mark, Lord Jesus. We just love you and we praise you and give you all honor and all glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. As you're being seated. Amen. Our culture is very success-oriented. There is an unlimited book, number of books on how to be successful in just about anything. It amazes me how many books you can go into the store and find that says blank for dummies. 
Amen. If you want to get educated on anything, you can just go find a book. You can have it. You can be a plumber, plumbing for dummies, educating for dummies, everything for dummies. I stand a chance, folks. Amen. I even have a book in my library that tells me how to be successful even if I fail. Amen. It's, it's called How to Fail Forward. Amen. How to, how to fall short but still fall forward. How to continue to maintain going forward. You can fail and go forward. Amen. We can be successful in life. Amen. It's, uh, life gives us different things. You know, we, we walk down this path, right? We, we come and we get knocked down and we, we back up. Well, we back up and then we can sidestep and go around it. Amen. It's just how our perspective looks. You know, I used to get on to my soldiers or anybody, you know, that you would come up and say, oh, man, I only got to do 40 push-ups. Well, that's the minimum. What's the max? All right, because if you set your goals in life for only the minimum and you fall short, you failed. Why not reach for the max? Then if you fall short, you're somewhere in between and you make it. Amen. Don't set your goals for the minimum. Always obtain the max. Amen. My maximum goal is to make heaven my home. Amen. That's what this is all about. We've started this journey to for heaven. Amen. What is success in the kingdom of God? Success in the kingdom of God is measured much different than success in this world. Amen. Some people in this world think that success is having the wealth of a Bill Gates, the physique of an Arnold Schwarzenegger, the intelligence of an Albert Einstein, the athletic prowess of a Michael Jordan, the business mindset of a Donald Trump, the social poise of a Jackie Kennedy Onassis in the heart of Mother Teresa. Now, if you had all of that, you would definitely be something. Amen. But even with all of that, there is no guarantee that you would be successful in the kingdom of God. Amen. You can have all that and still not be successful in the kingdom of God. Amen. In, in, in Luke, the 16th chapter, it reads this. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who had laid at this, his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores, so it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's, Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in the water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is this gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. 
let them hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. Jesus taught us the parable of Lazarus and the certain rich man. Father Abraham said, rich man, remember in your lifetime you had good things. But his good things didn't make him good. And Lazarus' bad things didn't make him bad. Amen. Lazarus apparently had something in his life and in his soul that the rich man didn't have. Amen. Every day the rich man looked down on Lazarus who was sitting at his gate. And when he drove by, though, he was head and thought he was head and shoulders above Lazarus in arena of success. But he actually couldn't carry his briefcase. Amen. This morning I'm really talking about two kinds of success. Talking about ultimate success. Amen. Reaching heaven, our final destiny. Amen. And our second is lifetime success. Being effective for God on this earth. Amen. See, in a certain rich man's case, he was successful in the world, but a miserable failure in the kingdom of God. He had everything. Amen. He had everything that money could buy and more. But he didn't have what he really needed. Amen. On the other hand, Lazarus was an abject failure in the eyes of the world, but in the eyes of God, he was a success. Amen. A beggar. See, now that's, that's not to say that to be successful for God that you have to be a beggar. Oh, no, all this parable is teaching us is that God doesn't judge success like this world does. Amen. So there is hope for all of us. Amen. True success in the kingdom of God is not a destination. It's not a place where we finally arrive. All right. It's not a place where we just finally, oh, I made it. Amen. True success in the kingdom of God is not a destination. It's a daily thing. It is a process. Amen. We, allow, we need to allow ourselves to go through the process. Amen. We don't like that part. You know, that's the rough part. That's getting in the car and driving and asking, are we there yet? You know, how much longer do we have to put up with this? You know, I'm hungry. You know, I got to go to the bathroom. He's talking, he's breathing on me, she's doing this, she's poking fun. You know, she's doing this, and this is happening, and all that's happening. But it's all part of the process that we got to go through. Every journey I've ever been on, on, on any road trip, man, there's mountains, there's valleys, there's hills, there's, there's rough spots, amen. There's rain sometimes, there's snow sometimes, things come at us, Amen. But as long as we'll keep pressing forward, as long as we'll let the process go, we'll make it. Amen. We'll reach our destiny, but we got to understand there's a process that's going on in order for us to get to our destiny. Amen. And we need to submit ourselves to that process and go through that process. Amen. Jesus said it in Matthew 10 and 22. He says, he who endures to the end will be saved. We sometimes confuse success with recognition because we tend to overestimate the event and underestimate the process. Amen. It's the process that matters. Amen. It's the process that's going to weed out all the junk within us. Amen. It's that refiner's fire. Amen. It's going to bring out all that dross and we can just pull all the scum off of it. Amen. We came from dust. 
Amen. We're walking in this world, but we're not of this world. We walk around in this flesh, and we got to get this flesh under subjection. So we got to go through the process. Amen. And it ain't always easy. Amen. But through the power of God, amen, we can make it. Thank God we got this word. Thank God we got his presence. Thank God we got a body of believers. Amen. We're really good at this in Pentecostal circles. We love to pray 100 people through to the Holy Ghost in one service, but six months later, we don't have a clue what happened to any of them. Amen. We got to follow up. There's a process. All right. When someone graduates from college, amen, and they receive their degree, that's not success. Amen. I'm not, I'm not trying to downgrade your degree if you have a degree. All right. But that's not success. Amen. That's the achieving goal. Amen. You were successful the day you articulated in college. That, and they were successful every day they worked on their education, their quizzes, their tests, their exams, the essays, the study, the reading, the writing term papers, the final exams over and over and over and over and over again until one day you received your degree. Amen. But there was a process that started when you first got on campus. There's a process that starts the first day of kindergarten until you walk across that stage and graduate. Amen. There's time in between. We're living between the bookends of our destiny. Amen. We're living in between it. There's a process that we got to allow God to take us through. They asked a pop star, since the pop star sensation who seemed to come out of nowhere, how it felt to be an overnight success. And he simply said, my overnight success has taken me 30 years to get here. Amen. Nobody was there when he was sleeping in his car, when he was driving around from joint to joint, when he was only playing to one or two people. And as the venues grow, nobody was there through that process. Nobody remembered that. But every day they worked on their talents. Every day they did what they had to do, amen, to get where they had to go, amen, to achieve. And that's the same thing we've got to do. We've got to have that mindset, amen, that no matter what I got to do, I got to do the daily grind, amen. I got to get into this word every day, amen. I got to pray every day. Amen. I got to, every time the doors of the church open, I got to be here. I got to continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine every day. Every day I got to deny myself, pick up my cross, and follow him. Pick up my cross, not just pieces of it, not just taking what I think applies to my life, but taking the whole thing. Amen. And applying it. Amen. It's denying ourselves every day, picking up that cross. And following him. Dying out to the things of this world. Amen. Knowing that he orders our steps. He is our way maker. He's the one that's going to carry us through. Amen. That's what it all comes down to. It's the process. The submitting our will to his will. If we're ever going to be successful. We must decrease that he can increase. Amen. It's the only way we're going to make it. Only way we're going to be successful. David wasn't successful the day he was crowned the king of Israel. He was successful the first day he obeyed his father and went out alone and began to shepherd his father's sheep when nobody else was watching. Amen. He was successful because he obeyed his father and done what had to be done when nobody else was around. Nobody else was looking. He was doing the right thing. 
Jesus said, but you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees you in the secret will reward you openly. Amen. It's doing the things when nobody's around, when nobody's looking. It's going into that closet, getting on your knees and crying out to God. Amen. It's moving, having God move you into that realm of intercessory prayer when nobody else is around. It's praying and doing the things of God when nobody's looking because this ain't a show. This is a relationship thing. Amen. It ain't how good I can look. Amen. God gives us that redemptive lips. He's brought, brought us up out of the miry clay. Amen. And he makes us look good. But nobody understands truly what you're going through, the sacrifices that you're making. Amen. What is it costing you? Amen. That's why we can see when I think of the goodness in Jesus and all that he's done for me. I know what he's done for me. I know where he's brought me from. I know what he's continuing to do. I know the everyday battles that I fight. I know that he helps and strengthens me to go through. Amen. It's in that secret place that nobody knows. Amen. The cries and the tears. Amen. That God answers those prayers. Amen. Because you're battling, you're pressing, you're going through in the secret place. Amen. We don't stand up here and beat our chest every time. Look at me. Woo. I made it. We ain't made nothing. Amen. Until I can hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant, I have achieved nothing. I've got to win the battles every day here in this flesh. I got to keep pressing on every day in the flesh. I got to keep this mind subjected unto God. My heart and my will subjected to God. Amen. That success, winning the everyday battles is going to cause us to have the victory in the end. See, I've noticed what I, I noticed that most people get recognized and promoted in jobs that they're already doing. This is true for David. He was already leading Israel before he ever was king. He killed a giant that nobody else could. The people knew his destiny and sang about it. Saul had slain his thousands, but David his ten thousands. Men were bailing, on, bailing out on Saul. They recognized that his time was up and his regime was in a decline. They came out by the dozens into the wilderness to find David to lead them. Success in life is doing things no one else is willing to do and doing them when no one else is watching. Amen. It's doing the right thing. It's not about the recognition. Amen. It's about the condition of your heart. Is your heart right? Are you doing the right thing? Amen. Are we doing the right thing? That's the hardest thing we'll ever do is fight this flesh. Amen. Submit our will to God. Amen. Because it's, it's easy. Every day, every day we got to submit. Lord, be angry and sin not. You know, we deal with a lot of people. Lord, help me not to be angry and sin not. Lord, not only do I want to put on the full armor of God, Lord, but help me to apply the full armor of God. Help me to live and to walk in this way. Amen. Lord, teach us your will, not our will. And Lord, teach us how to pray, but Lord, teach us how to do your will. Lord, speak to me on a daily basis. Lord, I come to you daily, amen, seeking you. Daily I understand that I'm waging a battle in this flesh, and I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. Daily I got to give myself to this word. Daily I got to pray. Daily I got to die out. Daily we got to, we got to just reach out to him. Daily we got to reach out to others, encourage others. Amen. Reach out to our brothers and sisters. Amen. It's about doing the right thing. 
when nobody's looking. I got tickled. I, I never knew this until a couple weeks ago, but Brother Gleason, who's one of our district superintendents, or he's something in our district, in our general board, right? But him and his wife at one time ministered here in Ohio. I never knew that. And he talked about when he came to Ohio that they sought and they went to West Jefferson, Ohio. And some of his friends in the districts didn't even know who the pastor was and had never heard of him. Amen? But he, but he said that they didn't care. They felt that they was in the will of God. Amen? They didn't need a big name person to work for to feel like they were important for, to work for the kingdom of God. Some people won't get excited and get involved unless they can attach themselves to something they deem important enough for them to be a part of. Amen. We know people, young men, for about four or five years who moved around the country attending churches of big name preachers. Amen. They had to be associated with that big name. Amen. That's not what it's all about. Are you in the will of God? Let's look at Jesus for a minute. He was born in Bethlehem. Though thou be little. O little town of Bethlehem. Just a little town. Look at where he was raised. Nazareth. Nathaniel said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? This doesn't mean that it was a bad place, but it was a place of no consequences. Amen. Nothing significant ever happened in Nazareth. One one time a tour guide was taking a group of people across Europe and when they would, would come to a certain town, he would tell them all of the famous people and leaders that came out of that town. They came to a certain little village and one of the tourists asked, was any great leader ever born in this town? And he said, nope, only babies. Amen? Only babies. Amen? Successful people are not born successful. They are born and they live Amen. They live, and it's the everyday choices they make that makes them successful. Amen. What is so significant about this is we need to understand it don't matter what side of the tracks you come from. It doesn't matter where you was born, what you was born into. It doesn't matter your social status. It doesn't matter your economic status. Amen. You're a whosoever to God, and that's all that matters. And it's what he can do in your life. Amen. When you come to that place of repentance, being baptized in his name, being filled with his spirit, and we start this journey, amen, we go down this road submitting ourselves daily to the things of God. That's when we become successful. Amen. They, people become successful or not depending on what they do with their lives and the decisions they make and the character they develop. Do you know people who are always going, amen, going to get something done in the place where they're going. Amen. Now, for some reason, they can't seem to get much done where they are. Amen. But if you can't be anything where you are, then you'll never be anything where you're going. So bloom where you're planted. Bloom where you're planted. Amen. God has you here for a reason. He's planted you here. Now blossom. Amen. Nurture. And do all the things that you need to do to blossom here. Amen. Not too long ago I was talking to somebody. They had a situation. Somebody was moving from 
one church to another church, and the person made a statement about, oh, we're gonna, now we're going to roll up our sleeves you know, and get busy. Well, why can't you get busy here? Why does it have to be over there? God's planted you here. you got the same opportunities here. Blossom where, you, where you're planted. Grow where you're at. Take advantage of everything that you have here. Amen. Two greatest places I've ever heard in my whole life was the place they was going and the place they left. It was never where they was at. Oh, when I get to this place, man, it's, it's going to be great. Oh, but the, when you get there, oh, man, the place I just left, boy, man, it was this, it was that. It was, it was cookies and cream, and, you know, everything right and nice. But what about where you're at? That's why it bothers me when somebody starts talking about their place of business or something, you know, whether it's church, work, or group or whatever, and they'll start ragging it out. Oh, man, this is all messed up, and this is that, and this is that. And I'm thinking, you know what? Basically, you're just telling me that you're messed up. All right? You are because you're part of that. All right? So I got smart. We have areas that we need to improve in. <laughs> All right. Not my area. No, I'm just kidding. But we have areas, you know. There's always room for improvement. All right? There's always room for improvement. Amen. That's why I find it funny when somebody starts ragging the church about being a bunch of hypocrites. Well, of course. We're here trying to get right. All right? I'm trying to submit this flesh to God. I'm trying to get under subjection. Amen. We're not right. We ain't achieved nothing yet. Amen. We're going through the process. Old things have passed. Behold, they become new. We're becoming new, folks. We've got to go through the process. Amen. It's the process. And, when the, pro- and the process can get very frustrating. Amen. And we'll snap at each other. You know, we'll, we'll rag on each other. You know, we'll compare. That's the worst thing you can do is start comparing. It is. Encourage each other. Pray for one another. Amen. Let's just continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. Let's encourage one another. Let's lift one another up. Amen. Let's pray for one another. Amen. Quit worrying about what somebody's doing. If you see it, either set, pull them to the side, have a little counsel about it. Amen. Look, I noticed this. You know, this is what God's laid on my heart. Either that or shut up, go in your closet and pray about it. All right, that's the greatest thing you can do. Lord, they're struggling in this area. I feel it. We'll pray for them. Put some fasting on if you really want to get serious. All right, if you really want God to move, put some fasting on it. You know, God is good. God is so good. See, Jesus went to places of no honor and he brought them honor. Amen. There's a telltale passage of Scripture that explains everything you need to know about the success of Jesus Christ. In Luke 2, 51 and 52, it says, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and men. Are we increasing in stature and favor in God first? Amen. Before we, we, we look for stature and success before men. Amen. Am I growing in my relationship with God? First and foremost, am I seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? And then all these things shall be added. Amen. It's seeking his kingdom. It's seeking his will, not ours. Amen. 
But we need to increase daily in Christ. And for the next 18 years, we don't know anything about Jesus. 18 silent years laboring in the anonymity of a common carpenter's shop. He learned how to scoop up wood shavings before he learned to stoop and write in a stand. Amen. He turned trees into tables before he turned water into wine. Amen. He hung kitchen cabinets before he hung on the old rugged cross. Amen. I love the story of the high school baseball player who lived in a town of 500 people and went to high school with 85 students. He asked his coach one day, Coach, if I want to be a professional baseball player, how will, I ever find, how will they ever find me? His coach smiled and said, Son, don't worry. If you can play, they'll find you. Amen. If you're good at what you do, if we'll seek God first, he'll find us. Amen. He orders our steps. He'll put us in places. He'll put us in paths that we can cross paths with people and we can encourage, that we can, sell, can, can, can share this gospel message with them. Amen. God will let our light shine as long as we're doing the right thing in the secret places. Amen. And we're seeking to prosper in him first. Nobody heard of a six foot eleven blonde haired basketball player from French Lick, Indiana. But every day he took five hundred shots from a grass court towards a crooked basket hoop attached to a weather beaten backboard in Cowtown, USA. And fifteen years later he had won three NBA titles and a league MVP awards. Don't cut corners. Amen. Don't cheat the process of spiritual development. Amen. It's doing the things every day, applying it, working hard to achieve something. But you can't take shortcuts. Amen. Former heavyweight boxing champion of the world, Smoking Joe Frazier, said you can map out a fight plan, a life plan, but when the lights are turned on and you're in the ring and you're down to only your reflexes, if you cheated in the darkness of the morning, you'll be found out now under the brightness of the lights. Amen. You'll be found out. You can't fake it, folks. Amen. You can't take shortcuts. Amen. It's a process that has to happen. Amen. Every time I get knocked down, I shall arise. Amen. We pick ourselves back up. We got the word of God to carry us through this. We have a road map. It's this word. Amen. We have the body of believers to help encourage us. We got the man of God to preach the word to us. Amen. To keep us on that straight and narrow path that's going to lead to righteousness. To stay away from that broad path that leads to destruction. Amen. But if I'm going to be successful, I can't take no shortcuts. It's doing the right thing. It's holding this word dear to our hearts. Applying it. Amen. Always doing the right thing. No matter what it costs us. Amen. It may cause us to have to do some separation. Amen. Matter of fact, the word tells us to come out from amongst them and be separate, saith the Lord. Amen. It's about seeking to be holy for he is holy. Amen. It's knowing that no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Amen. It's knowing that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. We're overcomers. We're overcomers through this word. We're overcomers through the blood of Christ. We're overcomers by our testimony. Where God has brought us from. 
Amen. But it ain't just where he brought us from, it's where he's taking us. Amen. As long as we'll stay submitted to the journey, the process. Amen. Success is knowing my purpose in life. How do I find my purpose? I seek him first. Amen. I have an ear to the man of God. I have somebody that speaks life into me. Amen. It is, success is growing to reach my maximum potential. It's not setting minimum maxes, minimum goals. It's, it's, it's setting maximum goals. God, I want to be all that you want me to be. Amen. And understanding that God may let me try this out and I may not be successful there, then he'll move me here until he finds that fit or until I recognize the fit that God has for me. Amen. Because we do a lot of things sometimes thinking it's the will of God, but it's not. And then God takes and says, well, okay, now you went over on this road and I hope you've learned all the things you need to learn there because it's going to help you in the final path that I have you on. Amen. Success is sowing seeds today that will benefit others tomorrow. Amen. It's what we do today that's going to benefit not just us tomorrow, but others. Amen. Are we impacting lives? Amen. What are we doing? What are, I got to set in, I've been sitting with the, the youth in the hyphen on Wednesday night, and they're doing this uh, Bible study. Uh, if I think it's correct, it's something about the bucket list. Right? But it asked a question. What's your trademark? You know, what is your trademark? What are you known for? All right? You're successful. What are you known for? What will people remember you for? Amen? What are they going to remember? Brother or sister so-and-so, what kind of life did they live? How did they impact others? How did they treat me? You know, what did they do for the church? What did they do for this? What did they do for their community? Amen? Are you successful in sowing seeds in the lives of others that's going to fit for those for tomorrow? Success is having the people who are closest to me love me and respect me the most. All right? I want your respect. I work hard to earn respect of the people around me. But more than wanting your respect, I want the respect of my wife and my children. Amen. Without that, I have nothing. Amen. More than I want the respect of the CEO the district superintendent, the general superintendent. Amen. I want the respect of my family. And then I want your respect, and I want the, the respect of the people that I serve, that I work with, that I have the privilege to be over. When it's all said and done, the only things I have in life in this world is Jesus and my family. Amen. I love True Tabernacle. I love you all. But I'm not indispensable. My work, I tell the guys at work all the time, I'm indispensable. You know, I'm, I, I may not be here tomorrow. Amen. So I got to train you up. I got to make sure that whatever happens, you can do. I'm not always going to be here. Amen. If I, if I wasn't here, you would find someone else to lead you. Amen. But if I'm not with my family, there's no one else. I have no one else. Amen. When I get old and gray, or as I continue to get older and grayer, amen, and I come to the end of my journey, who is going to be there to take those last steps with me? Amen. 
Who is going to be there to hold my hand? Is it going to be you? Amen? Is it going to be you, Pastor? Is it going to be my banker who, who I made all those house payments to? Amen? Who's going to be there for you in the end? Amen? The man who was your boss for all those years? Is it going to be your insurance agent? Now, he was there and when, you know, when we, we needed him. All right? But who's going to be there in the end? Success in life is doing the will of God every day. Somebody said, well, brother, Jesus is coming soon. Is there going to be enough time to do everything God wants done in my life? Amen. Who's going to be there in the end? Amen. Let me share this with you. I'm close. You can stand with me. Let me share this with you. On the cross at the age of 33 and a half years in the prime of his life, not an old man, not a man who had a long, successful tenure in ministry, Jesus said, it is finished. It is finished. <laughs> Aren't there any more miracles to work? Aren't there any more teachings to give, parables to share, dead to raise, and lepers to cleanse? Jesus could say it was finished because it was. The will of God had been done. Paul said it too. I have finished my course. What do you mean, Paul? Aren't there any more letters to write, more churches to plant, more nations to open for the gospel? He could say, no, I finished my course. Here's how they could say that it is finished. There's never enough time to do your will, but there's always enough time to do the will of God. Amen. There's always time to do the will of God. And if you will spend your life not doing what you want and doing what God wants, you will have enough time to do everything. Every bit, everything that you want. God gives us the desires of, his heart, of our hearts. Amen. But when we put his will first, when we do his business, then God adds to us. We're successful in life when we do the will of God daily. It's daily. It's this daily journey. I encourage you this morning to establish the daily things, amen, in your life. Daily giving our will, our way to God. Seeking Him first, amen. It's not about what pats I can get, what awards and trophies I can put on the shelf, amen. But when I understand that there's a crown waiting, and that's all that matters. And not only is that the crown waiting, I believe I read it, it says that we're going to cast our crowns at his feet. So I'm going to get a crown, but I'm going to cast it at his feet. That crown is insignificant. It's the words, it's the relationship, the daily. It's the knowing that we've made it. But in order to make it, I've got to go through this process. I've got to allow God's will to be done in my life. As much as I want to kick, scream, fuss about it, take a left turn here, take a detour there, I have got to be submitted to the will of God in order to reach my final destination. And along the way, we have the great opportunity to love one another, 
be there for one another, encourage one another. We're not in this journey alone, folks. We're here for each other. We get the opportunity to impact lives around us, to share our testimony about what God has done for us, where he brought us from. Amen. How he picked us up out of that miry clay. How he became that chief cornerstone, that rock of our salvation. Amen. How we, we learn to walk with him on a daily basis. Amen. It's the journey. It's the process. Don't get discouraged because things don't always go the way you think they should go. Because it's not about your will. It's about his will. Amen. It's denying ourselves. Quit worrying about it. Quit stressing about things and understand that, Lord, I'm just going to put it down in low gear and let you take me through the mud. Let you take me through the mud. Let you take me through the mire. Amen. Because truly, that's all that matters is submitting my will to his will. Amen. I'm going to open up these altars. If you want to find a spot to pray, you can pray where you're at. I encourage you online to find a place to pray. And let's ask God. Let's pray this morning asking God, Lord, what are in my what things are hindering me in my will for me submitting my will to your will? Lord, let me keep my vision. Lord, you are that light unto my path, that lamp, that lamp unto my feet, you know, that light to my path. Lord, you see all things. Lord, let it not be my will, but let it be your will. Let's go a little further in the garden every day. Amen. And falling down and praying and seeking God, Lord. Let's find a place as they pray something. Let's find a place and pray. Amen. Let's lift our voices this morning. Lord, help us to decrease that you can increase. Lord, help me to die out to these things on a daily basis. Submitted to you. Lord, knowing it's all about you, Lord. It's not about us. Lord, forgive us. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Lord, forgive us for putting things, Lord, in our path, Lord Jesus.